Tengo diabetes. Yo, asma. Estamos, Estamos en riesgo, riesgo de contraer la neumonía neumocósica. 19 años o más con afecciones crónicas como asma, diabetes, EPOC o enfermedad cardíaca o tienes 65 años o más, estás en mayor riesgo de contraer la neumonía neumocósica. Pregunta a tu médico o farmacéutico sobre Prevnar 20, una vacuna de Pfizer que puede ayudar a proteger contra la neumonía neumocósica con una sola dosis. Aunque te hayas vacunado previamente con otras vacunas contra la neumonía, Prevnar 20 puede ayudar a proveer protección adicional. Prevnar 20 está aprobada para adultos para ayudar a prevenir infecciones de 20 cepas de la bacteria que causa la neumonía neumocósica. La aprobación continua puede depender de un estudio de apoyo. No uses Prevnar 20 si has tenido una reacción alérgica grave a la vacuna o a sus componentes. Los adultos con sistemas inmunitarios debilitados pueden tener una respuesta reducida a la vacuna. Los efectos secundarios incluyen dolor e hinchazón en el área de la inyección, fatiga, dolor de cabeza, dolor muscular y en las coyunturas. Para obtener la información para la prescripción completa, llama al 1-855-213-2138 o visita Prevnar 20 en español.com. Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Previously on El Flow. Pedro Rosselló quiere hacer algo ahora. Pedro Rosselló. Mano dura contra el crimen. Entraban marchando para el march then. Bang, 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 bang. Y todos tienen rifle y todo. And everyone has a rifle and everyone is dressed as if they're going to war. Yo asignaba gente encubierto a nivel semanal. I assigned undercover agents weekly to intervene. And when I intervened, they were toast. Pues, mijo, a todos lados, todos los disqueros. Oh, man, they were everywhere. They hit every record store, every record label. Hasta a mí me estaban buscando. They were even looking for me. El gobierno perdió el caso porque no pudo demostrar. The government lost the case because it couldn't prove what they were alleging. Ahora mismo el reggaetón es en la industria de la música. Right now, reggaetón in the music industry is the movement that is sustaining the record labels. ¿Y de dónde vino? El underground. And where did it come from? From underground. From Puerto Rico to the world. By the end of the 1990s, the underground movement prevailed in court against the Puerto Rican government's attempts at censorship. With the legal president on their side, the movement was ready to evolve and explode musically. One of the people who helped the artists of the so-called underground become household names on the island was Héctor El Flaco Figueroa. Flaco Figueroa era la persona que grabó. El Flaco Figueroa was the person who directed the music videos for the entire underground genre. I'm talking about everybody. DJ Chiclin, DJ Stefano, DJ Joe. This is DJ Playero. Me grabó videos a mí, grabó DJ Negro, grabó... He produced videos for me. He produced for DJ Negro. He produced videos for practically everyone. He's part of the growth of the underground genre that today is called reggaeton. Daddy Yankee, Nicky Jam, Wisin y Yandel, they all worked with El Flaco. He produced so many music videos that when El Flaco retired, after 10 frenetic years, he says he had more than 4,000 music videos in his library. Imagine that. 4,000 music videos, including the masters and all the cutouts. A treasure chest. Perhaps the crown jewel in the history of the movement. But El Flaco Figueroa and his treasure trove would also go down as part of one of the most infamous scandals in reggaeton history. 
It was early one morning in 2002 that the gravity of the situation dawned on Hector when he got a call from his mom. Mira, pero viste el periódico. Prende la noticia. Did you see the newspapers? Turn on the news. I was like, what happened? When I opened the window, I had 20,000 federal officers outside, in their cars, waiting for the warrant to search my house. This is El Flow, a journey to the roots of reggaeton. My name is Lilia Luciano, a CBS News correspondent born and raised in Puerto Rico, the cradle of reggaeton. You're listening to episode 14, El Sandungueo. Before diving into the controversy surrounding El Flaco Figueroa, we should probably give you some context. I started in television when I was 16, installing TV antennas and setting up TV stations with engineers in Puerto Rico. First, I worked for the Christian channels, later with the regular channels. Over the course of a couple of years, El Flaco bought his own gear and offered his services to the TV stations where he worked. He had a reputation of being a young man capable of solving anything. During one of these shoots, the owner of a television station approached him and invited him to spend a day roaming the halls. The next day, I show up at the station. The first thing he tells me is, walk around, meet the people, and stay until the end of the day. I'll pay you, and you can give me your opinion. I did that and met the people who worked there. They started talking to me and telling me how the channel was run. But they told me the negative things, the crazy things that they did at the end of the day. I told the guy, look, these people are stealing your money. I would fire them all, and I would start from scratch. The businessman named Pichi Roman took note and asked El Flaco to meet him again at the station. This time, Hector could not believe what he saw. When I stop by, I see the station is empty, completely empty. He fired everybody. In the back of my mind, I'm saying, what's wrong with this guy? He's crazy. The guy actually listened to me, a kid he just met. And he sits down with me and says, look, I want to do something like Howard Stern, like radio on television. You know, funny, but I want to make it about music. At that time, there weren't any music channels in the island. MTV was in English and focused on the Anglo market. So El Flaco and Roman developed a new show and put out a casting call. More than 3,000 people show up for the audition. It was a horrible week. On top of it all, it was December, and the last day of the auditions was December 24th. I got there early in the morning. I'm tired because the owner continues to reject everybody. More than 1,200 people have auditioned. Radio hosts, professionals, artists that I myself admired. And the guy's like, nope. A desperate actor watched a couple of Howard Stern shows and walked on set to record a demo for the people who were auditioning. Three, two, one, vamos! Okay, three, two, one, let's go. Okay, mi gente, this is Flaco Figueroa. Welcome to your new channel, 18, located right here in Carolina. I start talking all sorts of nonsense, just making stuff up and saying, you know, whatever came to mind. We're here live, so people call us at 752-1800. I still remember that number. Ask for your favorite video, and I'll play it for you. After recording, El Flaco realized there was one of those consoles that let you take phone calls from the public and play them live on the air. About 20 phone lines in all. El cuadro se llena. 
se prenden todas las luces. Y yo estoy vacilando así. The box fills up. All the lights go on. And I'm goofing around thinking, it's these kids outside trying to prank call us. And I press one of the buttons. Who's this? And this little kid starts screaming, Mommy, Mommy, it's me. Look, all excited. I'm like, hello, all of you jokesters. And I hung up on him. Another caller says, hey, you don't even know how to talk. Get out of there. I'm like, you're a beep. You understand? And I hang up on him. When I say you're a beep, the owner of the channel comes out and says, no, don't say that. You're live. I froze up. What do you mean I'm live? I've never been in front of the camera. I've always been behind the camera. I don't even know how to talk right. I get up saying, no, no, no. And the guy's like, go on, go on, go on. Take the calls, take the calls. The calls didn't stop. It was 1989 and people were celebrating Christmas Eve with El Flaco's show. Me acuerdo que eso fue como a las ocho de la mañana. I remember it was like eight in the morning. I was like nonstop until noon. And that's how the first music video show in Puerto Rico began. It was called Your Favorite Videos. From the moment it premiered, the show enjoyed surprising popularity. El Flaco went from the Howard Stern format to feeding the audience music videos for nine hours a day. What people asked for the most was MC Hammer, Run DMC, rock in English like Kiss, like Def Leppard, Cyndi Lauper, Madonna, and Michael Jackson. People also asked for music videos in Spanish. Menudo, Chayanne, Ricky Martin. But the selection was smaller, and the labels didn't promote them as much. The real boom happened when the show became the stage for underground artists, who at that time were practically unknown to Figueroa and to much of Puerto Rico. Nadie los tocaba, nadie los promocionaba. Nobody touched them. Nobody promoted them. It was a thing for kids in school. It was a genre for kids from the public housing neighborhoods. Until one day in the early 90s, the group known as Latin Empire made an appearance in the studio to premiere a music video on the show. Those guys came with a video that was like rap, but sung in Spanish with a mixture of English. The point is, the people went crazy over the video. It was called Así es la vida. I realized that this is a movement, that it has power, but it's kind of like band. And I said, we're going to do this every Friday, and we're going to call it Rap Fridays. El Flaco lo conocimos por ese programa. We got to know El Flaco in that show, the Friday Rap Show. This is DJ Adam. Pues la cosa es, nos ayudó mucho. The thing is that he helped us a lot because he had a program on a television channel that nobody watched. And because of him, young people start tuning in because everyone was watching the Friday Rap Show. Por ahí era que se empezaba a escuchar. That's where Underground started to get out. He got heard on that show.
tengo diabetes. Yo, asma. Estamos, Estamos en, en riesgo, riesgo de, de contraer la neumonía neumocócica. 19 años o más con afecciones crónicas como asma, diabetes, EPOC o enfermedad cardíaca o tienes 65 años o más, estás en mayor riesgo de contraer la neumonía neumocócica. Pregunta a tu médico o farmacéutico sobre Prevnar 20, una vacuna de Pfizer que puede ayudar a proteger contra la neumonía neumocócica con una sola dosis. Aunque te hayas vacunado previamente con otras vacunas contra la neumonía, Prevnar 20 puede ayudar a proveer protección adicional. Prevnar 20 está aprobada para adultos para ayudar a prevenir infecciones de 20 cepas de la bacteria que causa la neumonía neumocócica. La aprobación continua puede depender de un estudio de apoyo. No uses Prevnar 20 si has tenido una reacción alérgica grave a la vacuna o a sus componentes. Los adultos con sistemas inmunitarios debilitados pueden tener una respuesta reducida a la vacuna. Los efectos secundarios incluyen dolor e hinchazón en el área de la inyección, fatiga, dolor de cabeza, dolor muscular y en las coyunturas. Para obtener la información para la prescripción completa, llama al 1-855-213-2138 o visita Prevnar 20 en español.com. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh my, look at that, he is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Rap Fridays gave the movement a face just as it was starting to take shape. All the young artists who wanted to make a name for themselves went to the show. First as part of the audience, then as performers. Por allí, yo me entero después por las historias de ellos mismos. I find out later, hearing the stories from them, that Teo Calderon was on the show. That's where he first appeared on television. It's where Daddy Yankee and Nicky Jam, all these artists, got their first shot. Those performances made the possibility of filming music videos a reality, something that was almost unthinkable before. Yo quiero dejarles saber bien claro que todo esto que nosotros comenzamos desde los 90. I want to make it very clear that everything we started back in the 90s, we did it without money. We didn't have money. It was all heart, hunger, and the will to make this happen. Here is DJ Playero. Pero nadie creía en nosotros. But nobody believed in us. They didn't believe in the genre. They say, ah, oh, this is temporary, this fat will pass. Because you know, they didn't play it on the radio and there were no music videos. El Flaco Figueroa got to work producing the videos. He urgently needed content for the show and what people wanted was perreo. Hey, I'll be straight with you. I watched American rap videos and more or less imitated that. The cars, the locations, the graffiti in the hood, the shots in front of the stairs, it was an imitation. At the beginning, during the era of Malianteo and Tiraera, the Puerto Rican imitations of American gangster rap videos were pretty authentic. Producing the videos was no cakewalk. There were real gangsters, real dealers, fugitives wanted by the police, and lots of guns. Figueroa produced the music videos as a side job to earn a few extra bucks. But in most cases, he wasn't even getting paid. At least, not in cash. There were videos that I made for free. They would say, Flaco, I don't have any money. I'd say, okay, sing up my niece's quinceanero. Once, I had a bunch of rappers perform at my baby girl's kindergarten graduation to pay for a music video. Without any money, El Flaco didn't have any lights or any fancy equipment. Only the cameras from the station. 
Es más, cuando fuimos a grabar nos dimos cuenta de cómo... Cuando fuimos al film, nos dimos cuenta, ¿cómo vamos a jugar la música? Tuvimos que ir a Kmart para comprar una boombox para jugar las tapas. We would record and run back to the station, a photo finish. I had my editor edit while the program was on the air, and when it was ready, I would say, I have a premiere, and we would play the video. He understood. He saw where we were going and that he too was going to. As we say here in the island, to guisar, to feast that he was going to be able to work a lot with all of us. And that's what happened. What happened was that after the Mano Dura fiasco, there was a push to produce less offensive songs. El Malianteo was a hit, but it had a natural ceiling. The general public didn't connect with the message, let alone an international audience. So what theme had universal appeal? Love, sex, you know how it is. Ahí es que empieza como quien dice la, la famosa época del perreo. That's when the famous Pareo began. The music started to get more sexual, you know, less street, more danceable, more clubby. They were literally singing, At the end of the 90s, the danceable Sandungueo style taking hold was led by producers like DJ Blas and DJ Nelson, and singers like Daddy Yankee, Nicky Jam, and Wisini Yandel. Hector produced everyone's videos. I didn't think something sexy matched well with the streets or the projects. Those beats, that reggaeton, it didn't vibe with the street. It vibed with dancing. Hector knew what he needed, but as always, he had to get creative to solve a few issues. The only place I could find girls was at the strip clubs. Literally, I sometimes had to wait until five or six in the morning outside the strip club for the girls to finish dancing and take them in the car to shoot the videos. Or, when the strip club closed, sometimes we recorded the video right there. And in the Caseria housing projects, it was the same. Who wants to dance in a music video? She's the craziest? Okay, let's go, let's go. It was like that. The music video business started to grow in tandem with the music and the movement. Hector made so many videos that he ended up leaving the show and dedicated himself fully to his productions. But the music was again raising concerns and El Flaco's videos, with their explicit sexual images, became the focus of attention. There were several videos that scandalized some people. Daddy Yankee song, Latigazo. Latigazo. When we made the video for Nicky Jam and Daddy Yankee song, and that's how we got to that early morning in 2002 when suddenly Hector Figueroa's life would take an unexpected and radical turn. I'm sleeping at home. I get up. I have like 20,000 missed calls. I pick up the phone. I call my mom first. She's like, where are you? They're looking for you. They're saying you're a pornographer who's using minors for videos. You're on all the front pages of the newspapers that you're going to be arrested. Panicking, El Flaco received other calls from artists and acquaintances from the streets. They were all concerned and had the same message. Delete everything. El Flaco looked at his video library and what he saw 
was a mountain of criminal evidence. Gang members, traffickers, weapons, strippers doing who knows what, dancers from who knows where, many people that he knew personally and that he wanted to protect. I had thousands of tapes. The only thing I could do was start throwing them into the pool of the house. What in the water? What in the water? What in the water? That's where I think the history of the genre was lost. On the next episode of El Flow, At Home with Residente. El Flow is a production of Exile Content Studio in partnership with iHeartRadio's My Cultura Podcast Network. The show is hosted by me, Lilia Luciano, and was created and produced by Vitenis Di Julis. Production and sound design by Dixo. Additional production by David Quiñones, Mirna Couto, Hermes Ayala, and Natalia Merced. Story editing by Nuria Net. Original music by Truco. Production supervision by Álvaro Céspedes. Executive producers for Exile Content Studio are Nando Vila, Isaac Lee, and Alejandro Uribe. Executive producers for iHeartMedia are Connell Byrne, and Giselle Bances. For more podcasts from iHeart, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. Tengo diabetes. Yo, asma. Estamos, Estamos en riesgo, riesgo de contraer la neumonía neumocósica. 19 años o más con afecciones crónicas como asma, diabetes, EPOC o enfermedad cardíaca, o tienes 65 años o más, estás en mayor riesgo de contraer la neumonía neumocósica. Pregunta a tu médico o farmacéutico sobre Prevnar 20, una vacuna de Pfizer que puede ayudar a proteger contra la neumonía neumocósica con una sola dosis. Aunque te hayas vacunado previamente con otras vacunas contra la neumonía, Prevnar 20 puede ayudar a proveer protección adicional. Prevnar 20 está aprobada para adultos para ayudar a prevenir infecciones de 20 cepas de la bacteria que causa la neumonía neumocósica. La aprobación continua puede depender de un estudio de apoyo. No uses Prevnar 20 si has tenido una reacción alérgica grave a la vacuna o a sus componentes. Los adultos con sistemas inmunitarios debilitados pueden tener una respuesta reducida a la vacuna. Los efectos secundarios incluyen dolor e hinchazón en el área de la inyección, fatiga, dolor de cabeza, dolor muscular y en las coyunturas. Para obtener la información para la prescripción completa, llama al 1-855-213-2138 o visita Prevnar20 en español.com. With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. 